Good morning, everyone. This morning we are in Psalm 16 and 17. For those of you who might not be aware, uh, we have been going through a three-year Bible reading plan where we've taken in essentially one chapter a day. Occasionally there are two, which today is one of those days. We'll be looking at Psalm 16 and 17 today. Uh, in reading through the entire Bible, a good way to do it is to go back and forth between Old and New Testaments. The Bible doesn't have to be written read, you know, from cover to cover. In fact, it's not even in sequential order in that way. So, you know, we also live in the new covenant. We live in the day of since Jesus' death and resurrection for us. And all of that is in the new covenant. There's obviously things in the Old Testament that point to it. But, you know, also in someone reading the Bible, we wouldn't want them to necessarily read for a long, long time in the Old Testament without getting to the good news, the gospel, without getting to Jesus. So in our Bible reading plan we're going through, we're going like from Genesis to Matthew, and we sprinkle in some Psalms and Proverbs, and then soon we're going to go back to Exodus. And and we may at times have to do a couple of Old Testament books in a row because there's more Old Testament books than New Testament. But that's kind of how it goes. If you want to, you could see our schedule using the band app uh, or band on on the uh, internet, band, B-A-N-D, um, and you could search for Read the Word, uh, perhaps also Crossing Community Church, but Read the Word, and you could become a follower of that, and you would see the schedule that we are on. Occasionally, I even uh, I didn't look at the schedule, and I kept plowing through Matthew, and now I'm going back, circling back for Psalm 16 and 17. But a couple of terrific psalms, and we're going to go ahead and take a look at those now. Um, Preserve me, O God, for I take refuge in you. To take our security, our hiding place, a place of strength, a place of safety, I take refuge in you. And, you know, is is that true of you? Have you, like David, chosen to say, you know what, I'm going to seek my place of comfort, refuge, security in Jesus? What a great place that is to be. And, you know, when you take refuge in the Lord, no matter what happens to you, like let's say something bad were to happen, if you've continually been taking refuge in the Lord, you will not be shaken. There will be a steadfastness about you and a peace even in the storm because you've already made taking refuge in the Lord part of your life. And that's a great place to be. Um, when the storms blow, uh, you, will, you will have a, a sure rock that you have built your life on. I said to my Lord, you are my God. I have no good besides you. And ultimately, that is true. You know, that the Lord is our rock. He is what is good in our lives. And, you know, this life, it, it can have time of great blessing and where things are going well. But, you know, it, the longer you live, you're going to go through hard times. And, and to realize that ultimately what our sure foundation is, is the Lord. That's that's what's good. As for the saints who are in the earth, they are majestics one, in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who have bartered for another God will be multiplied. 
Listen, there's only one true God. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me in John 14, 6. That's what Jesus said. And there is no other God. There is one true God. His name is Jesus. Uh, he was the Son of God sent from God, but he is to be worshipped as God. And that is who you should follow is Jesus. I shall not pour out their drink offerings of blood, meaning don't get involved in any sacrifice to any other type of God, nor will I take their names upon my lips. Don't worship any other God. The Lord is my portion and my inheritance and my cup. Hallelujah. Our ultimate security now and forever is found in the Lord. You support my lot. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Indeed, my heritage is beautiful to me. And you know what? When you follow the Lord, you'll see that the lines of life have fallen in pleasant places. God has been good. Uh, and, and the more you follow him, I think the more that you see the goodness of God in the land of the living, even though there can be suffering in this life. I will bless the Lord who has counseled me. Indeed, my mind instructs me in the night. I have set the Lord continually before me. Oh, what amazing words. I will bless the Lord who has counseled me. Thank you, Jesus, for being our counselor. He is a wonderful counselor, as the scriptures say. He is a mighty God. He's a prince of peace. He's an everlasting father. And may our ultimate counsel come from on high. Blessed is not the man who walks in the counsel of the wicked, but who's who count who gets counsel from the Lord, Psalm 1. Um, Indeed, my mind instructs me in the night. I've set the Lord continually before me. And you know what? If you're listening to this podcast, you're doing something right. You're doing something right by taking in the Lord, by reading in his word. And hallelujah, may we set the Lord continually before us. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. What a, what a splendid word. The Lord is near, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will dwell securely. God's got a place for us in heaven. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol, the place of the dead in the Old Testament. And David is trusting in the fact that he's not going to be abandoned there. The Lord won't forget about him. The Lord has future plans for David. Nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay. And that is referring to Jesus in that, you know, Jesus' body never even did decay. He never went into the ground. I mean, he, he was in the tomb, you know, uh, from Good Friday to Sunday, but in that cave, but then he rose from the dead and his body did not undergo decay. There's no burial site for Jesus because he is a, a risen Lord. You will make known to me the path of life. And he does, man. He makes our path straight and he guides us to what is good and right. In your presence is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. In your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. The best thing that I've ever done in life is to place my trust in Jesus. And he has been so good to me. And I am so thankful to have him as my counselor, my rock, and at my right hand. Hallelujah. God is good.
Moving on to Psalm 17. Psalm 16 is so wonderful, though. Hear a just cause, O Lord. Give heed to my cry. Give ear to my prayer, which is not from deceitful lips. Let my judgment come forth from your presence. Let your eyes look with equity. You have tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me, and you find nothing. I have purposed that my mouth will not transgress. As for the deeds of men, by the word of your lips, I have kept from the paths of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. And David is, you know, referring to all the trials that he has had in life and all the testing he has had in life and all the people that have been after him in life. And, you know, although David not perfect, he would repent. He would return to the Lord. And the Lord protected him. The Lord guided him through severe trial. And even though the people were after him, and he cried out to God, and sometimes he had to wait on God's answer, wait on God's prayer. And sometimes he was like, where are you, Lord? But he, he did, in the end, David's heart was right towards God, even though he made mistakes in life. And may that be a comfort to you and I, who have also have not been perfect. But may we wait on the Lord. May we turn to him. May we trust in him. And, you know, David is a good example of that, despite what, you know, what he endured. And sometimes even what he endured and faced because of his own behavior, yet he would continually return to the Lord. I have called upon you, verse 6, for you will answer me, O God. He had confidence that ultimately God would come through. Incline your ear to me, hear my speech. And, and David would cry out like that, you know. Sometimes maybe the Lord wasn't responding instantly and He'd be like, Lord, hear, incline your ear, hear my speech, wondrously show your loving kindness. And I think David, in the end, had faith that, you know, God would come through even when times he had to wait for it. O Savior of those who take refuge at your right hand. Isn't that great? O Savior of those who take refuge at your right hand. And David learned to take refuge in the Lord, to seek the Lord for security and for his safe place even amidst the storms of life. And he is the savior of those who take refuge in him. For those who rise up against them, and, and David had a lot of that, and he's saying, you've been my security and my refuge, even when people have been against me. Keep me as the apple of the eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. From the wicked who despoil me, my deadly enemies who surround me. And that's not a fun place to be when you feel like, there are those around and when people are really around you who are against you and and David experienced a ton of that in his life and I think in some ways that made him draw nearer to God knowing that man couldn't be trusted and knowing that man was against him he really did need to find his security in the Lord and you know sometimes praise God for those hard times because it's there that you then really seek the foundation of God they have closed their unfeeling heart, verse 10, with their mouth they speak proudly, and sometimes enemies and people of the world will be like that. They have now surrounded us in our steps. They have set their eyes to cast us to the ground. He is like a lion that is eager to tear, and as a young lion lurking in hiding places. And arise, O Lord, confront him, bring him low. So even though David has enemies around him, he's trusting on God to be victorious for him. Deliver my soul from their wicked with your sword. 
He's saying, Lord, you're the one who can protect me and fight for me. Deliver my soul from the wickedness around me, from men with your hand, O Lord, from men of the world whose portion is in this life. And isn't that interesting? David begins to say, listen, some of these people who live in this life, they're just focused on this life and whose belly you fill with your treasure. And sometimes they may be going through life and you know what? They seem to be coasting. They seem to be satisfied with their child. Uh, treasure. In fact, it says they are satisfied with children and leave their abundance to their babes. And, you know, sometimes there will be people in life that will have what you might think are worldly blessings, but ultimately their foundation and their rock is not the Lord. And one day they're going to find out that they aren't going to be eternally satisfied and they haven't stored up treasure in heaven. Instead, they receive their blessing on earth but most of all, what we need to make sure we have first is a treasure in heaven. Seek first uh, his kingdom and his righteousness, and the rest of this will be added unto you as well. So you can get blessed on earth, but let's make sure we have our security and our rock in heaven and in the Lord. And if we're blessed on earth, great, but let's make sure we're ready for the next life because we believe in Jesus. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. Behold the face of the Lord. I will be satisfied with your likeness when I awake. And there's so much that could be said about that. You know, I'm satisfied in the Lord. And I'm also seeking to become more like my Lord. And I'm going to be satisfied with that. I'm going to be satisfied in Jesus Christ. He is our ultimate satisfaction and having faith in him. So, couple of great psalms, and uh, thank you for being with us this morning, and we will return to Matthew 27 next time. God bless you all.